you're tuned in to Chats with Kat, where I catch up with my fellow millennials every week to discuss topics related to culture, relationships, self-improvement, and everything in between. The most authentic way of building true connections is by being vulnerable and sharing your own unique perspectives. So let's start right here, right now. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Chats with Kat. I hope you're all doing fabulous. I am officially back in the Northeast. Um, It's 50 degrees out right now and your girl doesn't know what to do with herself right now. Um, I was walking around in fleece-lined sweatpants, a long sleeve shirt, a hoodie, socks, and uh, Uggs all day and I was still pretty cold so I'm just wondering how I'm gonna make it through this winter because I I literally don't know how I'm gonna do it I just went out for a walk and it's just 50 degrees outside and my ears were frozen like they they hurt you know how like when you're so cold it's hot that's how my ears were where I touched them and they were hot but I was cold oh my god it was just so crazy oh my gosh I don't know what I'm doing but anyway that's my current status right now and I'm just trying to uh you know be strong because that's all you can do and just buy warm clothes I think I may have to buy thermal underwear and all that stuff because no like this is just too much honestly I I don't know how I'm gonna do it but this week I sat down to talk with my mom and we had a really interesting conversation we have been going through a transition since I moved out and I'm living in a different state now so it was really cool to you know just sit down and talk to her before I left Miami to kind of just you know discuss what the transition has been like and you know uh hopefully shed light on something that so many of us go through when we're transitioning from being perceived as children into adults and how we are trying to kind of find our way into forming a more adult bond with our parents and that's where we are at right now and I just figured that this entire experience that we've gone through over the past few months has definitely taught us a lot about ourselves and may help some of you all feel like oh crap another family is going through this too cool got it you know so yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode, and without further ado, here is my mother, Kathy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I have a very special guest today, my mom. Hello. I'm in Miami with her, and I leave tomorrow, and it was really important that I made sure that this happened because I think we have some really cool things to talk about. Always. Always. <laughs> but especially now that like I don't live here with you and it's like we've past few months we've been like um you know transitioning into a different phase in our relationship as, you know, mother and daughter and Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and um yeah, I think uh just so like you're cool and I think like <laughs> a lot of people are just like I want people to know you. <laughs> But also just like I think that the transition that we're going through um, as kind of shifting from like a, a child like like relationship to an adult relationship 
Yeah, definitely. Is is important to talk about because it's like one that every family has to go through, obviously. Yeah, especially parents. Yeah. Yeah. So how how has the adjustment been for you having me out of the house? It's been interesting. (laughs) Yeah, Um, definitely has been a journey, has been interesting simply because I don't know if your listeners know this, but... um, I was a teen mom, so I had Catherine at 17, and so to say now at 24, you guys can do the math, um, (laughs) that she is no longer under, in my nest, let's call it, um, has been difficult to accept, but um, like my mom always says, you know, children fly away and so forth and so on but i never thought my day was gonna come because <laughs> it's like all you knew really yeah definitely i mean you have gorda like you have my sister is 17 but she's she just turned 17 she has like one year left before she goes away to college yeah, so it's like okay like I the time is approaching the nest is getting empty really quick you have to buy puppies no you have to start that's what that's basically i think what people do right they get dogs yeah they get dogs not to compare us to dogs (laughs) no no but you just feel like you need to take care of something yeah exactly and someone you know gives you hugs well dogs puppies give you kisses cuddles yeah so and they like run to you every yeah but i don't know if i'm ready for another 17 18 (laughs) (laughs) this is true this is also very true so it's been it's been weird for me like um being away from you just because like I feel like I, I, I've relied on you for like just very little things like throughout my entire life. Just, and I always had the comfort of just like having you like around and in any situation, like, oh, mommy's there. But now it's like, no, I'm, I'm away, not just like a few hours away by car, but it's like, I'm away in another state in New York, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, so back to my, to my neighborhood, back to the same apartment I grew up in. Which is the the cyclical aspect of this whole thing is just mind-blowing. Like, I feel like it was, um, the way that everything is happening is just, it's almost surreal. Like, the the universe would make me, or put me in a situation where I would move back to your childhood apartment. And it's given me the opportunity to understand who you are in a lot of ways without you having to say anything because like I was telling you the other day it's there's some things that you can't really piece together through words like there's nothing that you could have said or tried to in in any way that could have made me come to the realizations that I came to having having moved to the environment that you literally grew up in so it's been able to help me understand you and the way that you are and why you are the way you are in a way that you could have tried to tell me like oh did you know like this used to happen or this like I used to see this and then I would be like oh okay cool but like to actually experience it some of it every day and again like when you were a child it was way different in you know in the 80s in the Bronx it was on some other shit but like now it's just like I, I have so much more respect for you as like a mom and as a woman that was on a on a mission to to do something bigger than than you know what her immediate environment was able to provide her and um it's inspiring me because it's like, you know, I, I, you didn't do all of that for me to be mediocre, you know. <laughs> I, for me, it was very important that w- my children would be exposed to bigger things. And for me, I felt that 
bigger things for me, for example, the simple fact of going away to summer camp. Um, some people be like, well, that happens every day. I'm like, not if you live in the Bronx in, uh, you know, low income. Um, so that was, you know, I've always, they say that your children live, you want them to, what did they say? Vicariously. You want to live vicariously through, through your, your children. children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have them at such a young age. Remember when we went prom yeah, prom shopping, dress, and shopping. I wanted and I wanted to actually <laughs> try on a prom try dress. On, try on a prom dress because, of course, I I didn't get to. I never, you know, I had you in my senior year of high school, and I never did prom. I never did any of the things. So it was very important for me to ensure that you, of course, at that because you were present at that time. That I was like, no, I want her to see that there's a, a much much bigger world than X Y C street in the Bronx and only that comes through education I feel and through experiences is that you see that you know that one little block there's such such a much much bigger world out there with a lot of beautiful things out there and a lot of beautiful experiences but the most important thing is you know understanding that and and of course it was it was very frightening to leave everything that I knew to come to live in Miami where I only have, you know, my aunts and, of course, I have some family and friends or friends that have become, better yet, friends that have become family. But um, in my 20s, I left when I was about 21 years old. Yeah, like I was telling mommy the other day, I'm about to be 25. And at this age, my mom had an eight-year-old. Yeah. And then she had my sister. I was just like, wow I, I couldn't I, I couldn't even fathom it like I was just trying to put myself in her shoes like wait me have an eight-year-old right now and then another one like no that's yeah. a lot <laughs> and you know I really tried the fact that I had you young I tried to understand that only through education was I going to become a better parent so at that point in time I subscribed to like parent magazine I did that for years and read it you know in my room at night when she wasn't around because the last thing I wanted her to find out was that I read tips from the the magazine um that was parenting I mean I think you've seen so many I've read what was the one when you went through adolescence queen Queen bees Bees. and wannabes yeah yeah I mean I um I think it's very important every single day as a parent to try to learn something new, a new parenting skill, because we're not perfect. Your children don't don't come with an encyclopedia right after you give birth. And each child is different. And, I mean, just, I think, the situation, given the situation and, like, the, the, the dynamic in our family where, you know, like, some people just really doubted you. Oh, for sure. And, you know, like, they really just, they assumed that, you know, like, it was going to be just, that's it, like, a statistic like we were going to fall into the same cycle that other people fell into with that you it was like essentially like it did seem like it was going to be a statistic Mm -hmm. like by now statistically I should have already had a kid you know and I should have been doing a lot of things that never came to fruition so how was that like being a teenager essentially a teenager and then in your early 20s trying to navigate being a good mom and then also trying to understand who 
you were while also having so many people that that you whose opinions you valued doubt you I really didn't have time to work on myself I really focused on providing you you know of course with the basic necessities you know shelter food etc my focus really was on you and and I I didn't finish college I Kat and I actually finished got our bachelor's the same the same year. year and my focus was always you know on you you know and then when your sister came then it was you and your sister I mean so it's until really now that I'm going to have a chance or an opportunity to really explore. And I think this resonates with a lot of parents where, where it's like, okay, what do I do now? Where do I, when you focus so long on your children and all your effort, all your strength, all your energy went on them, 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 just trying to get them through, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, college. And then you're like, okay, now they're gone. There's it's no like, what do I clean. like? There's what no, do I like to yeah, do? That, that and for me that I never had that opportunity to explore that. That has it's like I'm doing it twice. What do you mean? I've have to understand and come to a realization that my children have their own lives and therefore I have to let them live their own lives and trying to search within myself what do I want to do because I'm still fairly young and but I'm not in my 20s I'm not gonna act like I'm in a club trying to yeah. act like I'm 20 years old <laughs> um, so I have to you know be mindful of that so now it's a, a really a, a journey to see what do I like so we I've tried different things soul cycle and hot yoga um just came from a retreat a spiritual retreat so I'm trying to find myself spiritually yeah. You're trying Everything. to get stronger physically yes. and explore yeah. all of the avenues that you really didn't have the the, the time, the disposable income mm-hmm. to do, yes. um, and just the 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 clarity really to be like, oh, like I can be selfish now. Exactly, that has been the key thing. Yeah. Is like no longer is my attention on my children. It's okay now. Permission to say, and that's something that I had to sit with by myself is like it's okay now to think about you and it's not selfish it's just your time right because i mean like you already put in the like at least for me like you put in the work for me i'm gonna be 25 years old like i I shouldn't you anything else that i would be requiring of you would be selfish on my part because it would be like me not trying to rise up as an adult that needs Mm -hmm. to learn how to fly and on their own and stuff now it's like shifting into you know call you like to check up on you to catch up you know talk about what our days are like or like when i when a certain situation happens i ask for your advice but not like you know like the other things that required all of your attention and your money and all of that stuff now you can funnel that all into whatever it is that you want to do like you're gonna start your master's next week you're you know, like now it's time for you to start doing things like I'm sure in the, in the upcoming years, you're going to start traveling more yes. with Poppy and stuff. And it's just like, um, you know, Definitely I'm, I'm excited for you. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's like, no. my, me and your father do our little travel vlog. Oh, my gosh, that'd be cute. <laughs> That would I think be cute. we should go on video, not, not, yeah, maybe, not writing or I whatever. I think he said he was going to get a GoPro, so you okay. guys can do a cute little vlog. Yeah. yeah. So I think for a because lot of Because you parents, guys, I were, I mean, my father too was very young. Yeah. When, yeah, when but I definitely feel happened. that that's something that a lot of people right now can attest to or have gone through it or going through it now. 
just the simple fact of, okay, now that my children don't need me, what do I do? So for us as children or like as, you know, like we'll always be children in your eyes, but essentially we're adults. What can, what can we do to help facilitate a, a smooth transition in terms of walking that line of resp- like i i know i'm your child and i will respect you always as my mother yeah. but i want to be treated not like a child because i am an adult like how do you think we can go about making it easier for you all to understand us mm-hmm. for me and I, and i can only use this the example of you and i mm-hmm. um for me knowing that you are you do take care of your own business for me, I know that you can feed yourself, you can clothe yourself, you can, um, because that's the, that's the fear that we all have as parents. Are your kids okay? You know, and struggle. Yeah, sometimes we're, we we will want to go and rush and not let you struggle. But sometimes, like I tell you, only through struggle is there growth. So, I think it's just having that open communication. As a parent, we have to understand that we can't fix everything which is very very difficult to come to terms with that and not rush into helping let your children figure out their lives and in in the opposite spectrum you know having that open communication sharing with your parents what's going on in your life and everything so that we don't have to wonder or think that oh my goodness my kids don't need me or they don't even have time for me Cause do you think that that have I have I made you feel like that at any point? I think I think now that we're apart, we we talk we communicate more. a lot more. Isn't than that we weird? Used, super weird. When we used to live together, it was just like two ships in the night. Yeah, like we were here, but not pre- yeah. like really here. And yeah. now it's like, oh my yeah. gosh, I need to tell you what happened. Like you know. Oh yeah, but I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's, you know, in that aspect, that's another thing. Parents like get hip with all of social media so you have no worries about what they're doing because they post everything on instagram (laughs) my mom's always the first one to watch all my stories yeah and she's so cute like (laughs) i don't know if you know that i spotted this but i'll tell you she like looks through the comments like looks through my comments and like reads people's comments and if they're nice she likes them (laughs) like random people (laughs) hey Hey, people, if, if I agree with you, I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to like what you're saying. You know. So if you see like a random lady <laughs> yes. liking all of your nice posts yeah. and your comments on my on my pictures, it's my mom. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, your, it's Kat's mom giving you a thumbs up. <laughs> Much love to you. So, you know, that's one of the things is just understanding that we need to understand our children. But it's a, a journey that we have to go through together. I have to try to understand you. You got to try to understand me, you know, with social media and, hey, there's this Instagram. Your sister's into that Snapchat stuff. You know, I'm not really into that. That's just too much. Um, But those types of things for our journey to be so I can stay relevant with you. Do you feel like is that a fear that you won't be relevant? Yeah, definitely. You know, just like dinosaurs. What do you you mean? Yeah, because... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, we live with my mom. My mom, you know, I own it. There's yeah. just certain things that we have to put our own effort because, truth of the matter is, life continues and everything evolves. That's just 
how everything in the world is moving so quickly. But do you think, aside from the technological advances that you really, like you're saying, you really have to keep up with that. Like even me, I'm 24 and I'm like, what the, what the hell is this? But aside from feeling like you won't be relevant in that term, in that sense, do you have a fear that you won't be relevant in the progression like do you feel like you're fearful that oh my god like she doesn't need me as much as she needed me before she's gonna forget me she's gonna forget that i'm here she's gonna stop coming to me is that ever something that crosses your mind definitely because i i do understand that we're living through a very particular and interesting time i feel that these are times where i have never has never been seen before there's a lot of things that we're seeing right here on planet Earth that has never happened. So because of that, there's fears. You know, I I may see one fear and you may see it completely different. And your interpretation of a certain event, you're thinking about it one way. I'm thinking about it a completely different way. And just trying to be, for me, it's just trying to always be open to other people's thoughts. And, and especially my daughter, because sometimes you, you see your children and you be like, oh, psst. They're just children. But no, we have a lot to learn from them. We, you know, every single day we have something to learn. But do you think that in some way, as I get older, because of all the changes that I'm going to go, I'm, I am going through right now and I will continue to go through as an adult and finding my way and, you know, just like the, the new things that get added on into my life. Is there, has there ever been a time where you've been like, or maybe not consciously, but do you think that maybe there's like a part of you that's just like, I hope that she remembers that I'm here. That she doesn't that things don't get so fast for her that that she forgets that I'm here too. Definitely because it's so when you're young it's so easy to get wrapped up and days become weeks weeks become months and months become years because you're just so wrapped up in having your own life and I I feel that now I can see that because I was so wrapped up in my 20s and raising you and your sister that I really didn't have time. I was so wrapped up into my world that I really don't think that I used to call my mom that often. And I became conscious of that now that you moved away. Like, wow, this it was this like how my mom used to feel because I was wrapped up in my own world. So it got to a point with my mom when I became conscious of that, that I was like, okay, well, I put a reminder. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I call her. Every morning. Yeah, I used to, well, yeah, we made it a ritual that, she knew every Tuesday and Thursday. It didn't matter if it was two minutes, five minutes. Sometimes it was 15. Sometimes it was an hour. But she always knew Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 o'clock in the morning, I would call her. You know, so I think that it's important that that time is taken, just even if it's just a reminder, because you're very quick to t to tweet and to text and to do whatever. And then you're like, well, shoot, she liked this person's Instagram thing, and she hasn't even taken the time to call me and, like, x amount of weeks or whatever you think i haven't gone weeks no about, i'm just saying i see i know what you mean but like an example yeah but like um so what i mean i guess this is different for every mom and every relationship or whatever but like so how how often would you feel content with hearing from me that's uh direct communication not through instagram or something but like how often I would mean, you want me to to call you and i look I this mean, is something we're talking about for the first time like yeah, <laughs> right now at least, at least uh, the minimum at least once a week the yeah. minimum yeah between the texting of course yeah and between the texting is hey good morning whatever you know but at least that we get a chance to actually talk yeah. you know when i when i was 25 there was no facetime 
There was no text. There but do you know any. what's the crazy part is that so when I studied abroad and I was like 19, I was gone for a month and and you didn't. And I remember feeling like my mom doesn't call me like she doesn't talk to me like what the hell. And then when I got back, I was like, mommy, why didn't you why didn't we talk more? Like, why didn't we talk as much as I thought we would? And you were like, well, because I tried to not talk to you as much because I was so afraid that if I didn't talk to you, I would pretend like I was in like it wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. So then if you did call me and we did talk, then it would remind me that you were so far away and in some place that I yeah. can't protect you or whatever. So it's like for me, it's all like in terms of that, I've always been like, oh, well, it's she like, is she still in that phase where like she's a, like she doesn't really want to hear from me because it's going to remind her that I'm not in her house anymore and that I'm far away or, you know, well, I think that everyone is <laughs> deals with things differently. <laughs> Needless I'm, to say, I'm, I'm kind of special in that, <laughs> that. I try to make believe it's not happening, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. But it's just something each and every one of us deals with. Sometimes it's just you need a little bit of time to internalize what's going on yeah i hear you you know um so one thing that i've always really appreciated about you as a mom is that since i can remember you've always been like a cheerleader for anything that it is that i wanted to try whether it was dance whether it was basketball whether it was even this podcast even anything anything that's new you've always you know encouraged it and um i just I think in our situation and given the fact that you were not given that that type of support when you were a child and as you know a teenager and adolescent you didn't have that I'm curious to know like where that comes from aside from it coming from a place of like I didn't have it like why are you so adamant you're encouraging in a way that you don't even allow us to to sit in the fear too long like it's like oh th- that's something you're interested in go do it right now like here we're signed up and then your thing has always been if you start it you have to finish it no matter what that's always been the rule even if you don't like it let's say you got to finish the the term or whatever so i mean like where does that come from in you you know life is very fragile we come to see that every single day um we don't know like they say tomorrow is a present it's a gift so live your life to the fullest with a caution my mom has always been like oh you 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 young people with your yolo you yes, don't even i hate that yolo crap. she hates <laughs> that like when if when that term like when that first came out she has to be like i hate yolo <laughs> she thought it was like that meant like it gave us all a pass to be reckless yeah <laughs> my yolo crap was like oh yeah you know let's be promiscuous let's do drugs i know no there's consequences to shit people no you know? yolo yolo my ass i used to get so mad <laughs> on it but yolo is like to me and forgive my friends like fuck it you know i don't care that's not what i'm trying to say it's just what i feel is there are only moments that you only get once in your life you're but, only gonna that could be, be yolo yeah that could you're be only YOLO. gonna be the 15 ones yeah. you're only gonna be 21 ones you're only gonna be 30 ones so you know what while you still have the energy and you still have the strength and you still have the power and you still have all this do something that you really want to do because when you turn around and you close your eyes just like me that you're like whoa my children are gone and i haven't done anything you're there shouldn't be any regrets that the day that you you know you go from this earth you feel that you have done the best that you could that you became the best person that you could 
and never, ever, ever allow anyone to tell you you can't do it. There's, you know, that you talk about fuel, that all the naysayers and everything and sad because some of those naysayers were even family members and so forth and so on and statistics and this. No. You know, don't ever allow anyone to tell you that you're not worth something or whatever. The only one that has the sky is always the limit and there's only you stopping yourself from really achieving what you want to do. Not, you know. There's so many people that do so many great things with so little. So you have no excuse. No excuse at all. Yeah, that was always like an an understood thing in our home. Like, I don't accept mediocrity. Parents, that's all we want to see is is for you to try and to do your best. Whatever that best could be. You know, not everyone is said to be an astronaut. Not everyone is said to be a doctor. Not everyone is that, but there is something great within each and every single one of us. It's just find what you're great at. That's all. That's the only thing that we can give to our parents and to the universe and to society. You know, give your best. We're at that point in society today that if we all gave our best trust and believe, our world would be a lot, lot better. 100%. So, yeah, I mean... Um, a lot of the things that I do now, it's, you know, rooted in like, oh, for sure, like do things for society or whatever. But it's also always like in the back of my mind, I'm like, mommy didn't do all of this. Like mom didn't go through all this shit for me to, to just like settle, you know? Cause it's like, no, like it, it, it has to go up the foundation, the, everything that, that moves forward for our family, everything just like, cause there were such drastic decisions, decisions that were taken in order to, to level up that I'm like, Oh no, I like, I have no reason to not like fly because it's like, it's not just me flying. It's yeah, you it's, flying too. And not only me, just think of everyone else and your grandmother. And yeah. I mean, every single one of our ancestors, yeah, exactly. You know, that struggle. A lot of people have come from different countries and have left their, you know, left their country, left their comfort, left everything that they knew just to strive for that something better. Yeah, so you it's know like what, all guys, of it if built it, up to this yeah, moment. If you're like the third generation, it's you're the first one to graduate high school. Just think of all, you know, your aunts and uncles and grandpa and everybody else that couldn't. Yeah. So it's that's the only thing everybody ever wants is your family to you know, with each generation become better and better people. And that's just paying, you know, homage and 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 respect to everyone else, not only your parents, but everyone else that was before them. Yeah. Your ancestors. Yeah. What do you think is the one like what do you think when you look at my generation, when you look at my peers and stuff, what is it that you think we're lacking in terms of connecting in that way of of doing something bigger or paying more attention. I think it's very easy to get wrapped up in the wrong things. That's as where you think that it's something so important, you know, just you want to have like a million likes or you want to have a million followers or whatever. You know what? Just be you, just be you. And you find out that just, just being who you are is going to, bring all the followers because that's exactly just like you there's so many other people going through the same struggles and the same issues and the, so just just putting yourself out there and be like hey this is what i'm going through and this is how i dealt with it 
just opening yourself up that at the end of the day, we're all in this together. So if we all just took the time to encourage each other and to be there for each other, you know, just one person, um, it, it's like a chain. So out of, you know, your generation for our future, for your generation and any future generation and your children, it's just that. Just try just try to do something. Number one, look for something within yourself that you really want to do. Because you'd be surprised if it's just a song, how you can touch somebody, or if it's a painting, how you can touch somebody. Yeah, I, I also feel that way. Like, I think um, it's really important for people to just just tap into that thing that's really important to them and um, follow whatever it is that they're being called to do because it's important and it may not always make sense to us or we may make it feel like it's not that like like if it's small like oh why would I who would listen or who would want this or whatever and it's just like I always say it's very selfish of you to not give the world yourself in that way because somebody probably needs that 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 art or that song or that podcast you know so um are you hopeful for the future i'm optimistic Mm -hmm. hope never dies Mm -hmm. (laughs) faith never dies Mm -hmm. you know i'm optimistic you know for your future your sister's future and just trying to keep myself healthy and and sane and (laughs) Yeah, like my mom, my mom is like throwing out these prayers left and right. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna pray for them." She's like, "Get throwing out these vibes, yo!" Like, she is like really shooting them out there, especially when they cut me off when I'm driving. Oh yeah, she's like, "Bless you, bless you, bless you!" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you're so nice." I'd be like throwing f bombs left and right. And today I was driving, I was like, "Wow, mommy, this retreat <laughs> did good for you." Let's see how long it lasts. I know, right? <laughs> I know, Miami, it's so difficult. It's like, no, I don't miss driving here at all. I've been driving for this whole week and I'm like, I'm ready to just hop on the train. Even though I'd rather wait 30 minutes for a train than to be dealing with these crazy people. But anyway, um, yeah, I just, I wanted to get you on here really because I think you're not just because you're my mom, but I think you're really amazing and you are a testament to the fact that when we set our minds to something, we can always achieve it. For in, in your situation, it was, hey, like you were dealt the cards of having me at a very young age and deciding I'm going to give her the best life that I can and I'm going to, you know, do everything that I possibly can, you know, whether it was, you know, getting me into different programs in school and like really trying to like push me to be the best that I could and, and um, kind of just the fact that you were able to, with even though you didn't know how to do things quote unquote the right way it's like you still did it the right way because you tried so hard and I think that we have as children you know those of us who are very lucky to have parents who are great role models can look to them and be able to look at the things that they've done throughout their lives and the efforts that they've made for us as adults like as adults we're able to reflect on them and be like wow I have no reason to not pursue this thing or do this thing because it's like wow look at what my mother my own mother did to get us out of a situation or look at the fact that she relocated and and moved us here like that's that takes a lot of that takes a lot of of courage to do these things and to end up winning in the end it's like you didn't succumb to the fear like you you beat the fear and I didn't turn out that bad I mean like not to say like oh I'm like the hottest shit ever but it's like 
given the, the the circumstances that we were in like we were set to fail really we were supposed to fall into the cracks and just be in the bronx kind of like I don't know, whatever people think happens in those situations. Yeah, why you think I was bawling so much when she graduated high school, you would have thought <laughs> that because of exactly your point, you know, your statistic. You know, statistically, you were supposed to have already, first of all, not graduate high school. Number two, probably would have had a child. So, again, you can't, you, you lead your own path. And, yeah, we all we all take twists and turns and stuff like that. But as long as we are stay true to ourselves and and be hopeful and and look for help because life is 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 full of learning I mean, there's always a different path that we can take and sometimes yeah we 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 do a little twist and sometimes it doesn't come out the way that we want it but if we're open to looking for help looking for help um in any shape form uh could be like I'm saying, for me, it was parenting magazines or um, talking to other teachers or reading or this or always be willing to learn. And, and with learning comes growth and with struggle comes growth. You know, that's if you don't struggle, you don't grow because it's really easy to just stay um, in what you know. I think um, in a lot of ways, like millennials have it have things a lot more convenient for them and in just different ways because of applications and things like that but the internet (laughs) and the internet like the fact that i work from home like that alone is like crazy but the the thing that i think our generation kind of struggles with is the fact that it's okay to struggle you know and i think the social media in my eyes has played a role in kind of shooting out this perfect image of life and when people see that they compare their lives and they're like but why am i going through this if look look at her look at him like why do they have this life and we're the same age or you graduate with people and like you guys are the same age and they're living a completely different life and then it's like people begin to kind of like cave in and fall in because they're just like no like i'm like i don't want to struggle i don't want to fail i don't want to do this and then they just stay like stagnant yeah i think that that's it's just fear fear and again you know only through struggle is that we grow and if you don't pursue your dreams or whatever you don't know if something's going to pan out or doesn't pan out but again are you going to just sit there and just as the years roll by and then you'll be like okay like i haven't done anything no yeah that's unacceptable really like for your soul that's unacceptable for your soul for you yeah for you as a person you know And I'm not talking about professionally. I'm just saying whatever that may right, be. Right, exactly. Whatever that mm-hmm. may be. Because like I said before, I've come to understand, you know, many generations before your parents used to tell you, well, you're going to do X and you're going to be a doctor and you're going to be a lawyer. When then the person goes through all this medical school and when they get to the hospital, they, they can't even see the sight of blood. Right. So they just spent like, what, 12 years of their life studying something that they didn't want to do. You know, it's just finding out who you are all and do you have any suggestions or advice for people that are in our situation of you know like are in their mid-20 like a mid-20 something and a parent who are struggling to find the balance of like the, the the new transition the new wave and and you know like is there anything that 
as the children we should look out to not do? Is there anything that triggers you guys and makes you feel underappreciated or makes you guys feel like we are overstepping or is it just, is there just like any advice that you could give to, you know, a parent child dynamic at this stage? I think that at this point of our relationship is that our relationship is a two way street, you know, where beforehand, maybe as when you were younger, it was mom does mom does and does and does and does and does. And I don't, but now it's your turn to give. And giving at times is just of time with a phone call or with a text or maybe even with a visit like now, you know, um, just time and understand that your parents are not, we're not seeds, you know, one day we'll, we'll, we'll go to La La Land and (coughs) happily ever after. And just take that time. It's the same advice I give not only with your parents, but everyone that you treasure in your life. Right. Absolutely. So that's that's my advice. And I also feel that um, as a parent, we have to do the same. Try to reach out, try to relate. You know, sometimes the things you talk about are very foreign. Um, Just try to understand. And when you tell me, oh, wha- what's Instagram or what's this? Hey, show it to me. Or And that's all. It's just trying to try to participate in whatever your child does. Just try. You may not get it. Trust and believe. Sometimes I don't get it either. Um, but again, you're trying. As as the parent tries to understand the things that you like and the new things and so forth, the same thing as a child. Try to keep that open line of communication. You know, if if there's for the child, let's say that you like going to a specific music concert because there's some type of music you like. Why can't you send, you know, the little clips or something from Spotify or, hey, I, I think this song, you know, you, it really would be a good song for you. I don't know. Yeah. Just just something opening, yeah. a, an opening of something to share that that common thread or something, a book. Right. Because I guess like I guess we now needs to be done intentionally is finding that balance of like, oh, like, yeah, you're my kid. And you're my mom and like we're in each other's eyes for that reason. But we also want to be in each other's eyes because we also have things in common as just as adults, like because we do enjoy the same things and because we can share this, not just the fact that you birthed me, like also the fact that, hey, like, mom, you should read this book or my God, I think you would like this band or, oh, um, did you watch uh, Oprah's Super Soul Sunday? Like, you know, like Something, things like that. Yeah, definitely. So that and then that's how you begin to form, I think, like a more solidified, like adult relationship yeah. and not just like, oh, listen to me because I'm your child. It's like, no, like, well, you obviously we have things in common and it, it kind of brings up this level of like of respect. And I think like um equal exchange, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, when you see Empire and we're like, oh, did you see that episode or <laughs> or power? Or yeah, whatever, I've been watching you know, power. Yeah, that type of thing. You know, just something. Oh, did you see it? Oh, my gosh. Just something, guys. Just, yeah, you know. Throw out the lifeline. Mm-hmm. Throw out the lifeline and just, I think for parents, sometimes that is difficult. To ask for it? Yeah. It's something we just have to do. I think maybe it's something you all hope that we do. Exactly. And that you don't have to say. Right. Because it's like, how can you say like, oh, please yeah. remember me? Or- exactly. Then if you're like, oh, well, you haven't called me. And be like, oh, 
mom you're such a pain like mm-hmm. i don't got time so it's not that's the that, fear that, that fear of throwing out that lifeline and it's considered being inconvenience or mm. or you know it's just like for have time if you have time to text and your friends or whatever um just just throw out some love to your parents that's all little text a little call facetime that's all we want to know is that you good that we see your face Okay, you know, she looks like she ate. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> She's not skin and bones, you know, that type of thing. You know, it's not only when shit hits the fan that right, you get that call. Right, right, right. That, that is like, because then you're like, well, shoot, she only, this person only calls me when they need something right. or because they don't have rent money or yeah. because they don't have this or that. But why don't you just call me to say, hey, what's up? Right. And that's like any relationship. Like you don't, even if it's not your kid, like you don't really tolerate that in any situation where people just call you for shit. Like you would throw them out, you know, like, no, like I don't want you in my life. And just because you're, you know, the parent, it's like kind of like, I think kind of messed up to expect that you can get away with that. You know? Yeah. I mean, but as a parent, you always want to make sure your kids are yeah, okay. Of so course. Sometimes you just fall into that. Cycle. Right. You, you know, if your child tells you, you know, if you have it within your means and they're like, Oh, I don't have money for food or whatever. You know, trust and believe your parents will, will go out without food and eat ham and cheese sandwiches and give you the money. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. But before you call and only call when you need something, you know, just give them a call and say, hey, what's up? What you doing? You know, just let them ramble on about whatever they did that <laughs> week. You know, if they have puppies or whatever, you know, or the neighbor or whatever. Just listen to them. Yeah. And just find that common thread. I think that's very good advice, mommy. Um, on that note, I think this was a solid episode. I think this is going to be really helpful for some people. I think this was good for us to do. Yeah, definitely. This is if something ha- cool to do together, yeah. something new, you know? Yeah. One day, if you have any subjects you would like. <laughs> what? I was going to say, for future episodes, if there is some other topic that you would like. Like what, for us to talk yeah, about? to talk about so the next time we're together or yeah. whatever. Hey, that's a good idea. If, I mean, like, yeah, they know the email. They yeah. could just email me and be like, hey, next yeah. time you're with your mom, like, you guys should talk about this. Like, I'm down. I'm down to do an episode like we're covering something new every single time we meet up every yeah, few every something. so every so often yeah because definitely we've gone through some stuff yeah you know just like difficult things and good things and stuff like that and so a lot of parents that are just developing that relationship with their children mm-hmm. i mean because the premise of this ep- this the, the premise of this entire show is vulnerability and i think as parents it's very difficult to be vulnerable with their children because it's like you have to be very like strong all the time so yeah this is us being vulnerable with each other and with them and yeah i think it'd be cool to just maybe show parents that they can be vulnerable with their kids and they don't lose respect by being vulnerable with their children if anything they gain respect you know yeah definitely for me and i think you can echo this is that regardless of whatever i have learned that to gain my children's respect over the years, I've had to say, Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. I went overboard on X. Yeah. It may not be at that instant. It may not, it may have taken me a few days or a few weeks or maybe a few years to actually sit there and say, Hey, you know what? That, that particular episode or that thing, you know what? I went overboard and I'm sorry. And I think that that took a lot out of me to do because at the end of the day, it's, 
you're trying to admit to your children, hey, I'm not perfect. Correct. Right. You know, but I think through much therapy and reading, um, <laughs> it's been understood that when you show vulnerability, the other person that you're showing it to will actually love and respect you more because you're saying, hey, I'm a human. I'm a human. Yeah. You're, you're, you're closing the gap between you because it's like if you're only coming across as this perfect person, then how can your kids relate to you? If you never show them that, hey, mom, mom and dad fuck up, too, sometimes and I'm sorry and I'm trying. That's how you that's how you get that 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 feeling and you you build that feeling within your within your child to be like, oh, my gosh, like they're trying. I love them and I mess up, too. And then when they when you're when your kids mess up, it's like they're more likely to be to apologize to you because it's like I'm not perfect either, yeah. you know, and so. be more forthcoming with their own yeah which is something like i like struggled with telling like i used to like lie about the dumbest things because i was always like trying to be so perfect for you because it's like in my eyes you were always so perfect so it's like even just like up until like well like a year ago like i <laughs> i scratched the side of my car when i was coming into the the building and i was like oh my god somebody hit my car because i could and mind you i like the like i was paying for the car like it was like my car and i was like i, ref- I, I was mortified i couldn't tell my mom that i scratched the car and whatever the investigation went through and it's i was very clear that i did it and my mom's like but why didn't you just tell me and i was like because it's like i don't want you to think i'm stupid or think that i'm like i can't get like i can't figure things out you know because in my eyes it's like she always figured things out and like i felt like i was gonna lose respect from her if i admitted that i scratched the side of my car i'm like girl everybody everyone even the most experienced drivers end up dinging their car at <laughs> one point in in their lives so even just like you know, i mean silly I, things I, like that. I dinged my car two weeks into buying it it yeah. was just like <laughs> and i was in it i was like oh grab the same thing that happened yeah. to me happened to her yeah exactly so just that's yeah. definitely a tip a parent yeah. parenting tip just be, be vulnerable be with your kids. honest and be vulnerable with your children and as hard as that may be that will also teach them to be honest people honest with you and honest with whatever situation comes and if they're honest with their parents that honesty will transcend into other relationships with their spouses and their and their friends and their friends and you know and professional and just be accountable it's like saying hey yeah i messed up but that's taught you know at the beginning as a child i agree with that for sure um well, thank you, Mom. Thanks for chatting with me and with all of us. And yes. Um, yeah, we appreciate you. I appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you. Thank you. Many blessings to all. <laughs> 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 you want to say anything else? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, guys, that was this week's episode with my mom. I hope you all got some nice nuggets out of that. My mom was pretty excited to be on and she was just so giddy and nervous. So it was really cute to see her just, you know, do something new. And we also were able to talk about some things that we had never talked about. Honestly, there are some things that we recorded that her and I had never touched on. So you heard a lot of things for the first time, just as I did. So, yeah, Um, I hope that you all realize those of you who are going through transitions like this with your parents that this is something we all go through it's it's an interesting phase when we are 
adults and we're looking at our parents more so as adults and how we are we're trying to formulate like um bonds as as friends and as just older people that we love and not more so as just parents who get things for us and do things for us and help us solve problems it's like you know we're at an age most of us at least where we have to fend for ourselves and our parents are kind of there as support but we're phasing out of needing them for everything and it's very interesting to also look at the other side of you know our parents adjusting to not having to give us everything and not be around for everything all the time so yeah I just figured this was an interesting topic and I wanted to definitely go into this with you and it's just something special my mom and I were able to do together so I'm just glad that this was something that we could bring you guys along for so the quote that I found the best suited for this week's episode is by Rachel Wolchin and it is call your mother tell her you love her remember you're the only person who knows what her heart sounds like from the inside. So for those of you who are lucky enough to have your mothers around on this planet with you, make sure to give them a call and show them love and just remind them that you remember them and that they are important, and that you love them and just, you know, be there. Even if it's not physically or anything else, just remind them that you're still around and that although your life may be hectic and busy, you'll always make time for them because as hopefully you now know moms really pay attention to that kind of stuff and it does affect them so yeah just uh go call your mom that was this week's episode i hope you all really enjoyed it if there's anything you'd like to chat about send an email to chats at catlintigo.com and i will make sure to get back to you if you're curious to know what i'm doing in between episodes you can follow me on twitter and instagram at catlantxo that's c-a-t l-a-n-t-x-o and one last thing if you haven't yet please go to apple podcast and subscribe rate and review this podcast i'm sending you all lots of love light and good vibes we'll chat soon